Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. So, Michelle, John Kelly started uh, a pretty good tradition. John Kelly, Parkway North, class of 1978. Randy Carricker, Parkway North, class of 1980. Steve Savard, Parkway North, class of 1982. Wow. The Sklar brothers, Andy Strickland. Uh, we, we've had a pretty good uh, broadcasting and uh, media uh, run at Parkway North, and it was all started by the great John Kelly, who's with us now in the Blues booth on 101 ESPN. Morning, sir. How you doing? I'm good, Randy. How are you today? Everything's great. Did you realize you started that tree? Uh, <laughs> I was aware that you went there, and Steve and Andy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really amazing when you think about it. All, all of uh, these local media folks uh, went to Parkway North. So, yeah, I'm I'm proud of uh, our school, and it's really cool that all of us went there. Hey, uh, how was the weekend for the Kelly family? Are you a barbecue guy, and uh, how was your family over the course of the weekend? Yeah, I am a barbecue guy. We have a little barbecue on our back deck, and uh, um, we went over to my sister-in-law's pool on Saturday and enjoyed the, that was the nicest day of the weekend, I think. So uh, just uh, very casual, uh, no big crowds. Uh, we practice social distancing and all that stuff, but um, it's good to see the warm weather here, and hopefully the rain will will uh, cease in a few days here. But it, overall, we're doing really well, Randy. Thank you. And, J.K., you're, I, I know we're both big golf guys. Did you get a chance to see much of the match? I, I watched the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I taped it and, and uh, actually finished watching it last night. You know, I really enjoyed it because they had, as you know, they had all the players mic'd up. They had they had little cameras on the golf carts. And, uh, you know, it, it, it really brought you inside the ropes. And I thought all the players – had a lot of fun with it, um, you know, giving each other a hard time. And um, it was cool to see um, Woods and Mickelson try to teach their amateur partners and, and help them with their shots and things like that. But, uh, you know, they raised $20 million, Randy and Michelle, which is a, a huge amount. So it was, uh, it was a, a lot of fun, and I know it, it got great ratings as well. Johnny, talk about the match, taking fans behind the ropes, miking, you know, the guys up, et cetera, putting cameras in different places. Do you think that that's something we're going to see, you know, when the NHL or other sports returns to play? I mean, as someone that's on a television broadcast, I wonder if we're going to see things like that when sports does return, because without fans in the stands, you're going to have to be creative in different ways to make the broadcast experience more entertaining for fans. Well, it's hard to say what, what the plans are and, and, you know, quite honestly, what the teams and the players will allow. But, you know, Michelle, as you know, we've already made inroads in that area. Um, players have been miked. Um, players in, in all-star games and things like that um, have worn cameras. Uh, we have, as you know, we have analysts between the benches now. We have interviews on the bench and things like that. So, you know, you are making inroads. Um, but you have to be careful, I think, especially in, in a game like hockey, which can get so 
Um, It's, you know, the players can get so mad at each other. Um, The emotions are so high. Um, You know, the last thing you want is to have crowd mics or microphones pick up things that, you know, perhaps the general public shouldn't hear. I mean, I know that the fans enjoy it and they like to hear what the players say, um, but you've got to be a bit careful because the emotions are so high, especially in a physical game like the game of hockey. But um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do when we do come back. Hopefully we will when the games are televised and there are no fans to, to, to make it more enjoyable, if that's the right way to put it, for the folks who are watching on TV. John, we did get some good news out of the NHL this weekend that they're ready to move into phase two of their plan to return to play. Players are going to be allowed to train in small groups at team facilities, and they're targeting early for that to take place. Has to be great news for you and for hockey fans in general to see that the NHL seems to be moving forward to a, an actual return to play. Yeah, it was really good, and I read a lot of um, of the return-to-play guidelines for Phase 2, and, and, and they are leaving no stone unturned. Um, if folks haven't read it, uh, you know, the players have to be social distanced in the locker room. They, they can't have shared water bottles or even, you know, have, you know, meals um, together in the locker room. And, and on the ice, they still encourage social distancing. They're only allowing six players at a time in this phase too. So yeah, it's encouraging and, and it's sort of what we expected. I think that from day one, Gary Bettman in the league has, has been motivated to come back and this is just another step. And step three, of course, phase three would be a full training camp. And hopefully that can take place in late June or early July. And then after the camp, we can resume play. Um, but just cross your fingers. I think for all the sports that um, nothing unforeseen happens and the pandemic is is relatively under control and they can do this in a, in a safe environment and and get back to to playing hockey so yeah phase two should begin shortly i think the nhl will make some announcements this week um, with more particulars Um, but you're right the framework of the playoffs with 24 teams has been approved by the players now they still have to approve other parts of of the phase in and the restart, uh, but that's a, that's a good start to have the players approve the the twenty fourteen playoff. John, have you ever done play by play off of the TV? And if you had to do it, I would think that hockey would be the most difficult. How difficult would it be for you, who's done a million games? No, I haven't done it, Randy. But I actually talked to my brother Dan, who um, has done quite a bit. I don't want to say quite a bit, but he's done some of it. For, for Big Ten Network calling some college sports. Um, I think that it, it would be challenging in one respect because hockey is so fast. And, for instance, if you have a quick cross-ice pass, say from the left-wing corner to the right point, well, the cameraman may not um, be wide enough, and I might not be able to see where that puck goes. And, obviously, I could only call what I see, just like the people at home can only see what they see on the monitor. So it wouldn't be any different. So I think it would be more challenging, um, but I, I certainly think that would make the best of it, and and hopefully the, the fans wouldn't notice a big difference. But, you know, there's no question it would be different, you know, also not having the crowd noise and things like that. But um, I, I'd, I'd be happy to call games from, from Alaska if I had to, um, just to – to get back to work and see see the Blues defend their Stanley Cup. And 
that's what Michelle and I have been talking a lot about, the athletes staying in shape. And obviously with the difficulty, as we've talked about, of staying in shape during the course of the pandemic, uh, it's not going to be the same. But this is a group that is really com- committed, as we saw last year. They're committed to their craft and they're committed to winning. I think last year's win and the fact that this team found so many ways to win in 2019, 2020 really benefits them. Well, I think it does. And again, I think the the, the rest um, is going to certainly help the Blues. They're going to come back like the rest of the teams and it will be, you know, it'll be even footing for the Blues and everyone else. So it's, uh, yeah, I think the team that comes back in the best shape and the team that comes back ready to play and play their system will have a big advantage. Uh, if you have a couple of players on a team that don't come back in top shape, it's going to be obviously a disadvantage. But I don't think there's a question, Randy, about the players being in shape because just generally speaking, these guys keep themselves in excellent shape, the the diet and nutrition and things like that. And it's just a matter of getting their skating legs back under them. But they're going to have plenty of time. I mean, if if this phase two begins in early June, which is next week, and they can skate basically in groups of six for – you know, three weeks or even four weeks and then have a two or three week long training camp. I think that's plenty of time to get in shape because I think overall they're still in pretty good shape. And that's that should be plenty of time for the guys to get game ready for hopefully a return in, in mid to late July. John Kelly, you're the best. Thanks so much for taking some time with us. We appreciate it. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks, Randy. Michelle.